Podly Dum. All the cycles, all the cycles. Welcome to another episode of Podleadum. What is Podleadum? It's America's Next Top Model podcast spelled backwards, just in case, I don't know, you're joining us for the first time because you want to know where the boys are at. My name is <laughs> Hannah <part> Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely not what anybody thinks a plumber would look like. <laughs> I'm JDB Crump, and now you're clean, which is enjoyable. And I'm Lex Basile Price, and a man wants a woman that is like an antelope in the jungle of Africa. <laughs> and we are here today discussing still episode one, now part two of Cycle 20 of America's Next Top Model. Meet the guys and girls of Cycle 20, which I have retitled The Guy Who Does Family Math. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do math, you should go to anchor.fm slash podleadum or and do plus one plus five or plus ten <laughs> <laughs> or podcast.spotify.com slash pod slash show dat slash Lex I think there's a gov in there I think we mm-hmm. got yeah, yeah, yeah. more oh. Ooh, educational part of the leadum pod but I'm your friend I made this easy it's a little button right like down there so if you've got a if you got a booch dollar if you got a an OTS tooch dollar. <laughs> Do you want to hear a really cute story about my kid really quickly? Always. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're working Imagine on if vocabulary. We were like, no. no, get that out of my face. I don't come here <laughs> for kids. Working on vocabulary, you're tracking like how many words he's learning. And we went to the elevator the other day and I was like, okay, Ozzy, we're getting on the elevator. Do you want to push the button? And he lifted up his shirt and touched his belly button. And it was so cute. Now that has to be the only thing he does. Also, I love this Amelia Bedelia energy that your son (laughs) is serving. (laughs) It's like, oh, we're going literal. Uh I got you. We don't talk enough about Amelia Bedelia. That was a fun concept. Yeah. (laughs) Not one single word was said by Brian Boy because this entire <laughs> intro is ADR. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they don't even try to hide it. No, this, they couldn't have cared any it's less. It's just shots of all of them milling around talking to each other. <laughs> and then I said, no, Marvin, don't do this to yourself because Marvin talks about wanting to be the Rob Evans of Ooh. himself, basically, and saying, maybe... <laughs> I can be the Marvin Cortez to somebody, you know? And I was like, oh, don't, don't do that. Dream better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get some top model math of going Isn't from... <laughs> yes. Going from 26 to 16 is a huge chunk of the pile. And I like to think that, you know how like oldie time measurements were mm. like... Oh, like a dab was a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, a pile and a chunk. A chunk is like 10% of a pile or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like a, a pile is the length of 26 people. <laughs> yes. I wonder if we were to go back in top model audition episodes, if they've eliminated enough numbers that we could come up with a system that's like <laughs> what they believe everything in. Well, this is a portion. This is a big amount. This is a chunk. <laughs> How did we feel about this flower bower on this wall? I don't... This... Is a Ruby Tuesdays of a house. It's not even a TGI Fridays. No. Could you imagine dusting this house? Ooh. Well, and also, the words on the walls are so poorly done that sometimes you actually don't know. Similar to Clea, who's fully confused by one of the words. Because uh-huh. Clea, I think, is the one who goes, no mama's boys. And you can see her being like, wait, does that mean this is a... Women's room or a men's room? (laughs) Also, two different wall stickers, and the kerning is off because Mama's Boy was one sticker and Mm -hmm. No was another. And there are so many that we only keep seeing parts of, Uh and it's driving me crazy. And then one just says, bros before dot, dot, dot. Terrible. Great. Terrible. There's don't hate the player, hate the game. Which is so funny because that one's not even inherently gendered. No. Like, it's definitely meant to reference the dudes, but like... Why do I have you don't spin that way, love? Somebody said it to Corey when Corey asked if she would give him a lap dance. Actually, 
No, I'm going to be mad for a sec. So (laughs) both of you are correct. Mm -hmm. I hate this moment. And this is a pet peeve. This is a gerbil of a thing, a pet that I have. And it is a peeve that I am having. Cared for. Yeah, you're this this peeve's dad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, and it's mostly gone away. I hate the trope of a straight girlfriend of a gay man. Anytime the guy makes a clear joke, like Corey was, of like, this is the bathtub you're going to give me a lap dance in. First of all, that's crazy, so you know it's a joke. (laughs) Secondly, that person's trying to be silly because that could not be less sexualized. And the reason it's not sexualized is Corey knows that he is a gay man. Uh And I hate the other person acting like they're like, gonna have sex yeah it's so weird like it they takes... put like that the queer person put it on the table by making a joke it's remember remember cycles ago when i believe her name was gina she was in the auditions and she had their cute sci-fi glamazon story mm-hmm. and you were like don't sexualize her cute story the male sacrifice did not need to be sexualized in that way i feel like the mm. same thing happens when you say stuff like that and also Honey and love in one sentence. Pick Take it one. down a notch. <laughs> Who are you, Corey? <laughs> <laughs> we see the bottom of a picture in an ornate frame that says 20 cycles, dot, 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 still fierce. Thanks, THX, ANTM fr- fans. <laughs> and then they pan up, and it is a picture of Tyra as a hot cop. A cab. All cops, including Tyra, are bastards. <laughs> <laughs> There's a construction worker. Construction so I don't worker. know if it's like Tyra taking on masculine yes. jobs. But it's all Ooh. through the village people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we just thankfully don't see quote unquote Indian Tyra. Uh-huh. Yet who knows what's uh, who knows? us around a corner. I hate this mustache and lip wall. Ugh. Tacky, oh. tacky, tacky. It's so gin. So much of this is like gender reveal party props. Yes. I feel like they went to that aisle in Party City mm-hmm. and we're like, got it. Boys like soccer balls and monster trucks. Girls <laughs> like dresses and tiaras. <laughs> Mike was discovered two weeks ago. Here's my new theory. I think Mike's the 35th person. Oh, I think they had a baby. cast. And then oh Tyra God, was like, yes. she was like, you won't believe what I found. I ice cream truck. I need you to make room for him. <laughs> <laughs> the whole truck, please. I bought it. <laughs> Even though she must be so, so tired dating him, Phil's girlfriend, Zoe, is very cute. Oh, clearly too good for him. Sure, 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 sure. And I'm sorry. Are those... Olives on a crudite platter? <gasps> olives on a crudite? What are you going to dip an olive in? Its own juices. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Renee might secretly be our weirdo. I love Renee. I love Renee, Renee so much. You know, I'm going to say a little bit of a surprise, Lex. Not mm. a classic Lex pick, no, in my opinion. But you know what? Renee seems very smart. And and also rounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focused. Mm -hmm. Focused. Renee says, though, almost as an affront to everything we just complimented her on, that Jordan is, quote, physically one of the strongest people here. And the way that sounds is like Jordan is literally strong. Like people. Yeah. (laughs) And in my head, Renee's like, she's so tall. She must be so strong. Jordan is not here for Alexandra because Alexandra said, maybe have a backup. Yeah. I did love Nina going, oh, we got a smart cookie on our hands. Okay, okay. (laughs) Waka, waka, waka. (laughs) Nina also said trans rights because Nina is here to support everyone. Oh, absolutely. I like that Nina... And she's correct, thinks that her biggest competition is Verge. Mm-hmm. She's because, like, I'm worried about blonde women. Yeah. Because no way. Verge is gorgeous. And you can, I bet even in the real time of the show, people are like, oh, they're really giving us a lot of Verge content. Mm-hmm. She's like, I also can't tell Bianca and Gianna apart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Lauren left. They were all one woman to me. Marvin hedges his bets and says, 
these guys, they haven't been through the same things that I've been through. And I can probably guarantee that. Just like the <laughs> men's warehouse outlet. I can probably guarantee that. <laughs> I, I do love what you're saying, though, Hannah, that Marvel was like, God, I guess I haven't talked to all of them. <laughs> uh, they might be just as traumatized as I am. I can't. Oh, don't talk to it. Chris H. But then the show will do this twice. Marvin gets a sepia toned flashback to week one, oh my God. which it still is because it day. was today. <laughs> Classic. Our first our first guy contestant with an in-episode sepia told. <laughs> we also discover from Verge that she just started hormone replacement therapy. And gives a really great explanation about what that is. I and why this. it's making her time on the show difficult. Uh-huh. This is actually educational. Yes. Yeah. This is top model at its best because describing it is like, you know, puberty that happens over the course of many years, basically hormone replacement therapy, it's crammed into basically a year. Yeah. So any of the feelings, emotions, physical pain, et cetera, that you remember from puberty, mm -hmm. I'm dealing with it in hyperspeed. Uh-huh. And I, I really did love that it seems like Corey went out of his way to bond with Verge this and have a moment duo? with her. I it love was so this. lovely. I love this friendship. We also later on see Verge with both Corey and Chris S a lot. Mm -hmm. And I love this queer consort that's kind yeah. of happening. Mm -hmm. Well, also because you're in you're in a house that's inherently designed to push this fuck each other energy, right? Mm -hmm. And it feels it's like... It's Love Island energy. It's yes. fully Love Island energy. I mean, the beds are pushed world. together. Early, sorry, early challenge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it just feels like, as you know, it's this queer conclave. Like, they're like, hey, let's all, we could just, let's just chat together. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. we're not wanting to get involved with what the fuck's going on out there. Although I will say, well, and once again, this is interesting. She and Marvin share a lovely moment later on. It's so nice. We're not there yet, but it really yeah. just made me feel good things about everyone involved. Yeah, I love that all the contestants seem to have a very positive relationship with Verge. And I think that's, you know... We had the Poo Poo Clark days. Mm -hmm. That is not happening with Verge. Mm -mm. And I love that from the contestants. Uh, don't, and do not forget whatever Casey's whole fucking uh, deal. Oh, how? I mean, my brain doesn't want to. <laughs> my brain's trying to protect me. Sure, Lex, sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know who's not protected? The contestants. <laughs> from this rat's nest on Tyra's head. <laughs> so many bumpets stacked atop each other. And then. Like a house of cards. When she comes in, she grabs the back of Chris S's neck. Yeah, yeah. she sure does. In a really uncomfortable way. Yeah, he moves to protect himself immediately. <laughs> and you understand why. Um, we see a bald alien photo of Tyra that we have never seen before. Never seen. For two seconds. Actually, weirdly, we have once, and it was the bald photo shoot of your. This was the sample the Tyra Geiger. It was? <laughs> It was I don't like even remember. it had a very different color treatment, mm. and I think they aliened this version up. <laughs> this moment made me realize for Tyra's hypothesis to work, this just needed to be men. This needed to be a cycle where they just did male modeling. Yes, I see what you're saying because mm -hmm. it starts getting it's too like confused messaging about what's happening. Well, if you were one of the guy contestants, I would just feel bad by what it's about to happen. Because, okay, so Rob and Tyra both enter. And Rob is all in on these fucking berets for some reason. Uh, and everyone's all in on lens flares. <laughs> <laughs> Tyra intros by saying, the industry is ruled by women. And someone, no idea who, gives a solo woo, which was hilarious. But that sometimes a man can break the hell through. No one is going to tell these men how no. to make that happen, what you need to do. Because now, instead of getting industry advice from a professional who's been doing this for decades, which is Tyra Banks, they have to go chat in a room with Rob, who doesn't know anything. Well, and so much of this is Tyra just telling everyone that women models make more money and have more options and are just better. And the chances of making it as a male model are just so low. And if you were one of the dudes, I'd be like, oh, okay, I just don't feel like I should do this then. So I did a little research and mm -hmm. like, obviously there is a wage gap, but the way the show phrases 
that women run the fashion industry is incredibly untrue. Yes. yes, there are more female models because the industry is geared towards advertising that and also industries. Women at that time, especially cosmetics, swimwear. Which Tyra does explore. She's like, yeah. there's more things we can market. But I just think it is disingenuous to be like, this industry, it's for us women. Where it's like, but you're actually like not real, not at the top of the industry. Mm-hmm. Not at those, you know, actually high-paying jobs. I will say that jobs. I mostly took, and it's always confusing because Tyra is ill-spoken most of the time. I took it for her to just mean... Female models are the real deal. Sure. Men are accessories. And hey, have you, like Danny, have you watched every cycle? Because I always called them props, <laughs> mannequins. Meat. And even that was the one moment where Rob was like, I hate it when we're called mannequins. And I was like, Rob doesn't like the I Tyra. Wish, sure. <laughs> but also, could you show me more of a mannequin male model? Because Rob doesn't do anything. <laughs> I loved the giant giant tyron of top model female crime oh my god (laughs) and i was like what is about to come out of their mouths and then the crime is quote being overshadowed by one of these fools pop culture time cops have more important cases than top model female crimes okay tell me more about (laughs) female crimes It's like female crimes. It's the unproduced sequel to female troubles. Can I commit some more of them? (laughs) Be female, do crimes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make a million dollars on that (laughs) t-shirt. Straight to Redbubble, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Do female crimes. (laughs) So they're split into groups where they're going to chit-chat with their mentors. Sorry, guys. It's not even a contest. Yeah, if If I were one of these guys, it's like, well, I guess I'll go. Listen to Rob Evans tell me about modeling. The only one who's excited is Jeremy because he's like, we're both strong. Yeah. (laughs) Also, what is this Dawn footage package? Where did this come from? album cover? Yes. (laughs) It feels like Dawn provided it himself. I was like, just play some B-roll that I made for us. (laughs) This is also why I'm on Team Renee, a big thing. She has a clear head in this competition regarding sex, especially. She is Mm -hmm. not here for that she is focused she is no 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 no. i am here to make money i am here to work i do think it's interesting that she just said she had chosen to be celibate where really it just sounded to me like she only wants to have sex with boyfriends yeah which is fine it's just not what i would define as celibacy no but good for her you know good on you do what makes you happy i had one of my best typos in uh autocorrect ever because i wrote renee is celebrate <laughs> yes. celebrate. good times come on kanani <laughs> thinks that they're the college psycho because kanani cannot stop making school metaphors oh my god <laughs> the bell is ringing this is subject this is class and i was like kanani you're one cycle too late <laughs> rob says that he's a supermodel because sometimes he makes more money as a model than some women okay who <laughs> Not Tyra Banks, apparently. Poke the holes in that. You can't. (laughs) Also. Rock solid statement. (laughs) Disprove it. Rob says, hey, as a model, you're going to get free food and alcohol. And you think the next thing is like, don't like, you don't give in to drugs and stuff. And he's like, no, no, no. You might get fat. So don't eat all of it. It was so close to real advice. For like a half second. The... The tones of the two sessions really bothered me Uh because Tyra takes a moment to talk about, you're going to be working with these guys, sexuality, sensuality, but I don't want porn. And if this happens, we don't see it. There should have been a moment of from Rob, you're going to be working with these partners. You have to, you have a responsibility to make sure that they feel comfortable with you, that you're respecting boundaries, that you establish that beforehand. Tyra brings it up irresponsibly, and Rob doesn't bring it up at all. And at it drives all. me crazy, especially yeah. because the show is forcing this narrative constantly. Uh-huh. It makes me so upset. Uh, understandably so. I'm going to be mean to Delton. <laughs> oh, good, because I was just about to be mean to Delton, too. <laughs> Delton has self-described as a plumber from Alaska. Mm-hmm. And then he says that he doesn't look like what people think of when they think of a plumber. And then they show two pictures that are exactly what I think of when I think of a plumber. (laughs) And it feels like the someone hated Delton when he said that. But also, it looks like he fixed his own sink. The photos don't prove that he is a plumber. Yeah, are you an accredited plumber? Doesn't seem like it. Because it's always these two photos. Maybe (laughs) handyman. Maybe. 
some under the table do some work for friends yeah because i'm also just like i feel weirdly defensive of plumbing i'm like that's a union job yeah plumbers are some of our most valuable citizens come on also the whole thing about i'm like honey you can take as many showers as you want be clean if it makes you feel better After work, that was, okay. before work. I, I know oh that was God. my opening quote, but it's so funny to me that, first of all, I don't think plumbing as inherently a dirty job. No. It's not there like can he, be there, particular yeah, cases that for might sure, be. Sure, for yeah. sure. But again, like you're saying, you're only dirty during the job and then you can be as clean as you want afterwards. I would argue that the show has proven that sometimes they make you roll around in the mud. Mm-hmm. And then you got to clean off. Yeah. Tyra 2 list about the ultimate huh, about male model boyfriends, but only gives one example because the other one is raw. And how much <laughs> do you love this story that shows that Kamora Lee Simmons is a great friend or at the very least a shitster? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both can be true. And there was, I love these glimpses into a real personality for Tyra mm-hmm. because she was like, you know how you're already over somebody, but then they cheat on you and you're like, well, you're not supposed to be over me. I'm supposed <laughs> to be over you. And I was like, that is so real. And that fun moment is followed up by the worst advice Tyra has ever given uh, that we've seen on the show. Mm-hmm. She's going to give them love advice. Why would you And take... I immediately, I immediately wrote, oh, no, no, no. Why would you ever take love advice? from Frico Tyra, who is never proven to ever interact with anyone in a relationshipy way correctly. And she says that. She mm-hmm. starts before this advice. She talks about, I don't have a boyfriend right now. I've kind of had two. <laughs> a man wants a woman that is like an antelope in the jungle of Africa. Running. Running. So make him work for it. Also, I don't think antelopes are in the jungle. I think she meant Savannah, but nevertheless. So fucking gross and then gianna (laughs) the best the biggest regret i'm sure anyone's ever had on this show (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. why why what could she have possibly said says and i rerouted it twice i was like there's no way she said this she says in a talking head which means that this was something she was like in like thinking about yeah uh uh-huh but she's a pretty big flirt. Man, woman, or child. Because when you start, you're like, man, woman, oh, bisexual. Oh. Uh, what? What? Expected. <laughs> what I thought was going to happen was that she was immediately going to be like, child, what did I just say? Yeah. But it doesn't happen. <laughs> nope. She's like real confident in that yes. statement. Because she, it's like, in her brain, she knows, oh, man, woman, and child. That's like a yeah, phrase. You know what happened. Yeah. You know but what like, happened. But she just does not hear it. <laughs> so it's like, oh, oh, you flirt with children? I wonder. Donna? Because, again, man, woman, and child, it's, it's, it's a classic phrase we say. It's every time I'm on a sinking ship, I scream it. And <laughs> then I wonder, she didn't hear this. She didn't hear this. She watched this episode, and she's like, oh, oh, look, it's me. Oh. What? Oh, no. Gianna, her phone just starts like a million text messages. <laughs> no. Because also she didn't deliver it in a way where the show could have like helped her out no. and edited it. She no, was no. just like, real matter of fact, I'll flirt with man, woman, or child. And you're like, uh, Gianna. You will? Gianna. Why? Okay. Look, I, got, I have a house gripe. Okay. <laughs> Foosball. That is so loud. That is our clickiest, so clackiest loud. thing. That is going to well, be loud. It could have been air hockey. Well, true. But come, as someone who has lived in multiple fraternity houses during college, foosball, you got you got to put to the side. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Adam comes across like a men's right activist in the grossest way. Yeah. Adam gets, gets he was clearly giving the producers all of this like men good, women bad energy, uh-huh. and they edit in every time he does it. Well, it's also like, women don't deserve more money. It's just like, I, and I'm not, th- I think he actually is a shitty person. I don't think this is like him being gassed up because the amount and the way that he says it is always so gross. Um, to your credit, Lex, they give, he gives options. He gives yeah. options. Mm-hmm. Angles. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jordan with the one speech she gave that they've mm-hmm. just placed. 
<laughs> so Chris H comes back to be a main character, which I'm unhappy about. Me too. Starting with the phrase, deep down in my heart, I feel really genuine about being here. Which, like I said in our previous episode, that is phrased in such a way that it makes me nervous because I don't actually know what he means. I don't know if he knows what he means. Mm -hmm. And then he decides, apparently he has a hard time making friends, a hard time being social, all very believable. So his what he says is his way to try to bond is to put on boxing gloves and sack tap a bunch of other guys. Well, he's also in his underwear with a blur that makes it look like his dick is falling out. Yeah, they had to blur that underwear. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny, uh, just as a side note before we get more into it, I always said nut tap, and I've never heard sack tap, and I like the uh, the, the way that sack tap. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, and everyone who is out there is mad. Mad. Angry. Well, this That's is your zero to 60 moment. You know what it oh. feels like a little bit? You know the dog at the dog park that is a little too aggressive? Mm -hmm. And it's like... I know your dog isn't bad, but this dog doesn't know how to like interact with, other, with dogs. other dogs. And yeah. it could, and the situation could flip and become really bad in an instant. Yes, because he's usually bigger than the other dogs. Yeah, and that's how it feels with Chris. I think that's apt. It's also very interesting that when he's being yelled at for doing this, he does not seem to understand. No why people are upset i also do think that phil's being a little too upset like yeah, everyone else is like annoyed mm -hmm. and then phil's like to get him back punching him but it's like way more, more violent feeling because mm -hmm. chris h wasn't trying to be violent no he's annoying like an annoying kid brother and i truly yeah. wonder if the show at this point was like uh what are we gonna t like what's fighting and what's not now because now we're getting into punching and but I do I do worry that his perspective never really seems to include other people or how he'll make them feel. No. It's always you don't know me, you don't know why I'm like this, you don't know my story. All of this is valid. All of this is someone yeah. who I I think is processing the trauma that he's spoken yeah. about. But it seems like he's at he has a hard time really seeing With other empathy. people. Yes. Yeah. And it makes me really worried for my sweet Nina. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Who's got very, I can save him energy. Yeah. Oh, she gets into that real quick. It seems very yeah. like, hey, I also was weird and people didn't mm -hmm. like me, but I figured out how to be friendly. And yeah. he's only seeing it from a very selfish perspective. Yes. Johnny's hat says wannabe. Mm -hmm. Perfect. They head to the W Hotel across the street from the Pantages. And at the time... The show that was at the Pantages was Jekyll and Hyde, starring <gasps> Constantine Morales and <gasps> Deborah Cox. <gasps> <gasps> Amazing. Because bring on the men. <gasps> Connection. Bring on the men. Where are the boys at? Oh, <laughs> layers of meaning. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the stupidest photo shoot. Uh, because incomprehensible <laughs> photo shoot? challenge the the bottom half of it i've got a the bottom half I, you know what i mean like the, <laughs> yes. the, the part on the ground was fine, fine. it's very 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 audition half episode. the part on the ground was fine the photo itself the photo shoot itself was good mm -hmm. yes the, and they never cut because what they're going to do is they're taking of course one of the women and one of the men at the same time with two different photographers and they're going to be projected onto the side of a building but it the projection is so faint but not only that but so covered by windows yes. <laughs> that the even the show never cuts to it because it's instantly impossible and everyone that happens to pass by the projection <clears throat> will be able to text their votes for the photos for a social media score that we will never see because it doesn't make sense. And Brian Boy explains it so poorly that Ashley has to re-explain <laughs> it immediately to the audience. And it was so funny to me that Ashley was like, here's what Brian Boy meant. <laughs> My one moment of Ashley in this episode, I think America will love me. <laughs> we love I you, Ashley. We got more. <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We learn that Corey is biracial. Mm-hmm. And because Corey always takes it one step too far, calls himself African American. And then <laughs> we find out his real nickname. Uh huh. Be- and well, you can tell nickname. it's real <laughs> nickname. Well, bully name. <laughs> bully name. Bu- yeah. Bully, bully word. <laughs> Which was Corio the Oreo. And I'm like, we know that's real and Tyra wasn't because that sounds like the level that kids would put into coming uh-huh. up with a mean bully name. Uh huh. But I'll say this, Corey is here to tell you everything that has ever happened to him. Corey (laughs) is an open book, and that book is a three-page pamphlet that is also reversible, (laughs) and also there's a secret, oh, if you do an origami, it's a new... Oh, like the back of Mad Magazine? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) Also, fun, uh, we're blasting a song from the Eurotrip soundtrack. (laughs) We were? Yes! (laughs) I hate that they have to i think it's part of the challenge talk to people on the street they were clearly forced to yeah i i don't think it was intended to be part of the challenge and then they realized that this was nonsensical and no one was stopping because you couldn't actually see the photo so they said go talk to the people and get them to vote for you because that drunk dude that nina talks to in the tuxedo, the man who just <laughs> went to an award the show. Groom, like <laughs> he no, he got too drunk at Jekyll and Hyde across the street. Uh-huh. They asked I love him this. to leave. Yes, at intermission, he was ushered out. Uh huh. I don't feel like I bring it up quite as often as the two of you do. When there's a bad makeup job, mm-hmm. what did some mean makeup artist do to Renee? I don't know. Renee's lip makeup they make a white ring around her lips in a really aggressively racist way Mm. well just someone who does not have any understanding of the color and tone of her skin nope like we've seen bad highlights bad contouring bad whatever but this was as if it's it's they made it look like minstrel show is the whiteness Mm. of which they lined her lips it's crazy and it's a shame because she's killing it. Some of the better modeling, for sure. Mm-hmm. The styling for the men is fucking gay because <laughs> he said, oh, so Johnny, so I feel like Johnny was like, oh, we're not doing the fucking runway show again. We're mm-hmm. putting you in actual things. Yeah. But like they are in leather and lace. That is what this category is for the men. Mesh shirts, baby. International male catalog. The men got way dumber outfits than the women did this time. (laughs) The women got the normie clothes. And it's so nice to see Johnny helping people, coming up to them. He came up to Chris H. And Chris H was like, I'm doing poorly. Johnny was like, I'm going to help you. We're going to get through this. Like, it's so nice. I do think Chris H might be a good model once he gets out of his head. He has that moment where he like flicks the glove. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a moment. Yeah. And here's the thing. He's got a great look. Yes. Yeah. He's got a look that makes you think it is interesting. It is different. It is still modely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jordan's posing is not for me. She's trying too hard to be model in my mind. Yeah. No, I get that. She's a a very interesting presence on this show so far because she's not interesting, which sounds like a stupid thing to say. Uh I own that. (laughs) (laughs) This is my journey. Uh (laughs) She's someone who the show is pushing really hard, as we said, to be a front runner early on. She's someone who a lot of things have happened to that we're hearing bits about. She also really seems like she does not want to be there. 
Like she's forcing herself to be there because it's her quickest way to start modeling is what it feels like. Yeah. To me. It does, because I she seems really vibe. unengaged, not present, pained, not happy. Like, and not that much has happened yet. You know how we talk about people having like a spark or not? Mm-hmm. It never feels like Jordan is showing like a spark. No. And not from a place of I think she's dull or anything, but I think she's dulled herself. Yeah, she seems super guarded to the point where she's aggressively neutral. Um, because we should be fair. <laughs> this is one of two bad Johnny things he says. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> After Corey's, he just goes seemingly unprovoked. <laughs> I hope there was more to this, but <laughs> we only hear, well, we all have that inner black woman inside of us. And then Corey goes, we all do, don't we? And Corey was clearly like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What are we blurring on Delton's crotch? I assume it was just see-through too? or something. It was so His weird. His plumbing. <laughs> Sorry. How dare I'm you? Sorry. How <laughs> fucking dare you? <laughs> Clea says, significant. Yeah, she's she's mm-hmm. our malaproper. This yep. is, she's the magnificent. I loved it. Significant. <laughs> I love that movie. I didn't like the sequel as much. I know. I agree. That's exactly what I thought too. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like you know how they make sometimes the cheap DVD version of the oh, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Maleficent's mean Hansel DVD- versus Gretel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever heard of that? Starring one lakhs myself prize. Oh my god, it's great. Also, I wish we had seen more, but at some point, Chris S. Got a metal claw hand. Yeah. And I wanted to know everything about that choice. And then Corey talks about Chris S's shortness <laughs> as like like how you talk about when someone has crabs. <laughs> you're just like, he's just gotta his, deal with his, his short. shortness. <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly what where it's not bad, but you're like, I kinda don't wanna say it. It's, it's not his fault. But I don't wanna like touch him. <laughs> Does that make me a bad he's person? Not, that's not his fault. No, it's not his fault, but I don't want to catch it. I just don't want to deal with it. This we discover was too soon for Verge. Yeah. Which is sad because she is just struggling with the pressure, with the worries of the competition, and with what she's going through physically. It all just seems like way too much. And it makes me it makes me really sad because I would have loved to see more from her. Yeah. And the worst part is. She looks fucking hot. So Amazing. Hot. So she looks good. so good. A dark lip, which is funny because she won that like red lip thing. So mm-hmm. truly a dark lip looks so great on Verge. Yeah. I was like, this is a makeup ad. This is lipstick ad. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jeremy's mother is a big ANTM fan and signed him up. I I cannot with Jeremy. I cannot. <laughs> I with literally Jeremy. I know. I just <laughs> I get it. Jeremy's so interesting to me because Jeremy... He's so uninteresting. (laughs) Jeremy, no, he's interesting because everything he says seems in conflict with the last thing he says. (laughs) Like, we're literally... And you said this, he's like a child. It's like he's discovering new things about himself at every minute. Because the show's all in on Jeremy. Yeah. They want us to like Jeremy. Yeah, and he's just not given us much to work with <laughs> but the full creep here is mike because he says about bianca i'm the oldest she's the youngest in the creepiest tone why with the mention it why? <laughs> nobody <What>? asked <laughs> because he says he has a crush on her and then says what you says and it's funny because i'm the oldest and she's the youngest <laughs> i'm like just don't say the second part nope <sighs> also I'm sorry, you're a ice cream man. Please don't talk about people younger than you. Please stop it. (laughs) Jesus. I do want to give Johnny a good moment he has with Alexandra where she's having a hard time feeling it. And he goes, you know, you're hot. You're wearing a piece of leather as a skirt. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mm mm-hmm. Then, pew, 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 space laser transitional (laughs) music. Marvin has this moment. I just want to pull out because I understand what he's saying. But well, first, Johnny tells Marvin that he looks like a reptile and he says, thank you, which was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Then he goes that he has no plan B. This is a this is a big group with no backup. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. I no, mean, no backup schools for this. College a real yeah. desperate, <laughs> desperate group. <laughs> and he says, 
I mean, people are asking, how are you going to pay your rent? I don't know, but no one knows. And that's like life. You just don't know. That's tomorrow, Marvin's problem. Who <laughs> <laughs> can argue that a lot of people do know make it a priority to know how they're going to pay their rent? Your father was a janitor, so he could pay rent. <laughs> Back at the house, Jeremy is gross because he is chatting with Jordan in the hot tub while Corey snickers. Look, Corey, let's talk about in the hot tub Corey real quick. Actually, in the hot tub, Corey yeah. is wearing a bathing suit. Sipping a cocktail, enjoying the hot tub. Yes. Jordan is wearing a sweater. (laughs) Perched on the edge. Who forced Jordan to sit at this hot tub? This hot tub is a foot bath. Fully clothed. (laughs) The whole time the show, we barely mentioned it, but the whole time the show itself, as well as Jeremy, have been trying to pair Jeremy and Jordan as a potential mm-hmm. love interest. And as the no one true pairing for some reason. No one's been less interested than Jordan. No. She's been, like, giving him advice, like, telling him there's lights on photo shoots. But he's like, there's... Oh, she showed me attention. And she said, like, he's nice. Like, there's no fine. chemistry between these two people. No. Whatsoever. His only criterion for whether he's going to have a crush on a girl is hot and nice. What and, he perceives as nice. And he said, I don't like girls in relationships. It doesn't make sense. What? No, I got what he was saying. He was saying that there's no reason to have a crush on a girl that is in a relationship. In a relationship because relationship okay. with someone else. There's no yeah, way yeah, you yeah. can do it. Which, that's not the worst way to be but the problem is is that he's saying that but his actions are not expressing that no and the the other thing about jordan is that we see a photo from home and she has a hot boyfriend waiting for her (laughs) and then Corey said i'm gonna have some fun (laughs) tinker Uh, tinker soldier spy myself and y'all are bumming me out with this straight bullshit what can i say where's verge where's chris s And then somehow this ends. I literally couldn't follow it because somehow it ends with Jeremy being mad at Jordan. Because she says that he's been following her around like a puppy. Oh, right. And then he gets mad because that's the worst, meanest thing that a girl has ever said to him. And responds by saying, this is what I don't like. What's the point of being nice to girls if they're just going to be nasty like that? That is a, and I say this knowing this is a lot. That is what a rapist says. That's where it starts. That's the that's the seed of the idea. That's a dehumanization. Is the only reason to be nice to women is so is for sexual conquest. It's for sexual conquest. Yes. Yeah. It's so weird. It, it's like that SNL sketch with A.D. Bryant. It's called Girl at a Bar, and mm-hmm. she sits down, and a guy. They're being more like feminist, like pro-feminist, and as soon as she rejects a date. They freak out and they're mad. That's what yep. it is. Like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. being nice for a goal. You're that not goal being nice sex. because you're an actual nice person. No, yeah. Not to women. Maybe to other dudes. Well, women aren't people, Hannah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's the seed of the idea that's yeah. creepy. Mm-hmm. Marvin calls his dad. We get another week one CB phone. In a log cabin <laughs> sauna phone booth? Yeah, not sure about the design of this. <laughs> when you say call, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Because we mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. a computer screen. Or sure. Skype. Skype phone call. I thought it was going to be a, a Skype session, but it appears that n- there is no picture no. on the screen. This so is Zoom just... audio only. Yeah. yeah. When there... there is an ornate golden telephone sitting directly <laughs> next to the computer. They are virtually calling people via the internet. But this is a FaceTime audio. But to <laughs> phones. <laughs> Wi-Fi, but no signal. I do love when anyone calls their dad pop. That always mm. just warms my heart. And he, this poor, confused father. Oh, my gosh. Marvin, Marvin start, Victoria wishes. Marvin uh-huh. starts crying and just like, I understand you so much more now. But he doesn't seem to give any lead up to this. So his dad's no like. No context. Okay. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I love you too, son. You just now understood that I did a job to pay for things? <laughs> <laughs> Should I have been teaching you about money more? <laughs> oh, no. Why is Chris H. drawing in the phone room? Is this his allotted phone time and he has no nobody one to, wants call to call? Because his oh, mom abandoned very him. Sad. That makes me very sad. Very sad. And how are the fucking treadmill and bike already broken? What did you do? <laughs> when Phil says that and he's like, but Cardi is my thing. Like, I, I got to have some of that. And we show people exercising because 
Again, we get to return to people using things that are not exercise uh-huh. equipment as exercise equipment. These Pot. planters. <laughs> These p- pots and planters being used as weights. But yeah, how are they? Boring? You've been there for 10 hours. Yeah. What did you do? I would be so And angry. Phil seems irritated, so it doesn't feel like Phil did this. No, it feels like a Chris H situation. <laughs> <laughs> Sabotage. But this is when we've been talking about it. Nina's sitting down with Chris H, getting into the story. I haven't said as much about Chris H because I just don't know where my brain is with him yet. But sure. it's interesting to me when anyone says that people don't know my story. People don't know why I'm like this. But then in the context of the show, he still doesn't say more. Mm-mm. I also think it's really interesting when someone knows where they get their trauma from, but doesn't seem to be currently working on working through that trauma. Like he mm-hmm. is ready in a moment's notice to express to Nina, I know where the weirdness comes from. I know where the social issues come from. But then it's like, okay, but then what's next? It's because Am he, I making any sense? Yes, he doesn't, you are. He doesn't mm-hmm. have any desire to change his behavior. Mm-hmm. But it also, it also I wonder seems if he just like doesn't someone, know the tools. It you know, seems it like maybe. someone who has maybe not moved out of like a victim mentality yet. Yeah. Because he's very focused on other people judging him and him not being safe as opposed to like, you know, what can I do? Yeah, I just think it's it's hard for me, and I it's hard for me to sympathize when it's just like, well, they don't know my story, and it's like, well, yeah, that's how life is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you have to at some point decide to behave in a way that, like, you're in a society and a community of people. And he has no, I, it just at this point doesn't seem like he wants to go yeah. beyond that. All these people, except for Mike or Young, <laughs> I, I always have to remember that, and Adam. <laughs> With his old face. <laughs> Nina is being so sweet with him. And I do, as you phrased it, JW, think she is trying to give him these tools. Yeah. But I'm not sure that's how he's receiving yeah. that. No, he's now seeing Nina, I think. Nina is now his out. This, mm-hmm. like, crutch that he can rely on and use. Yeah. It's nice to see everyone being so cool to Verge. Everyone's this, just pumping her up. This yeah. moment with Marvin where he says, I'm glad you are who you are is just the perfect thing to say. It's so sweet. And I also think it's nice. And I know you mentioned that there might be an update that Marvin's on a a queer spectrum. But Mm -hmm. I do think it's nice whenever anyone who's being seen as straight is cool to someone in the LGBTQ community because it's almost like presumed that hopefully Mm -hmm. queer people are going to support other queer people. I think there's this extra added layer of it being really nice. Theme song preview! preview what is just a little transitional theme song (laughs) what is this hotel waiting room setup (laughs) flowers and why does brian boy have bunny ears on i paused when you guys watch do you pause yes yes yeah Oh, um, I have to. The amount of things I write. I oh, have, my God. Could you imagine? Listeners, I wish you could have seen the facial responses of Lex and Hale. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would have to <laughs> watch this episode. Why, why do you think every episode is double the length it's supposed to be when yeah. I watch it? If I, had to, if I didn't pause, I would have to watch it five times. And I can't do that to my mental health. Where do you think this hot dog statue research comes from? <laughs> <laughs> Lucky pauses. <laughs> Lucky pauses. That's the name of my casino. Lucky, Lucky pauses. pauses. Every, I, every time you pull the slot machine, it does like a, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I paused on the worst frame in Top Model history because I paused on Rob, Kelly, and Buddy Ears Bride Boy. And I was like, oh. I couldn't have paused on Tyra and Johnny. Because <laughs> Johnny's here to talk about the models and Tyra is only seated next to him, which mm-hmm. I feel like is a telling. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's maybe because Kelly Catrone is in full asshole mode the entire time. Oh. What Does is Kelly like anybody? She says that Alexandra is a car show model. When she Alexandra says, is good, the picture's she says amazing. That Nina looks like Kurt Cobain's illegitimate daughter from Seattle, which is making so many shitty Assumption. judgments about so many things. And also, Nina's was one of my favorite photos. Yes. I could have used her hair being placed differently, but it was a good modeling fo- shot. Mm-hmm. Love Johnny defending thought, her. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, now, this is Johnny. Little Thorn, Little Rose. Mm-hmm. 
Some of this was language of a time. I'm going to get the tiniest credit, but when they talk about Verge, the the panel, Johnny says a transgender a lot mm-hmm. instead yeah. of trans or transgender. But then Johnny makes actually, I think, a really fascinating point that recently Givenchy is using trans models. So I kind of like this. Not only should we be cool about this because verges who they are should not be a limiting factor in being a good model just Mm -hmm. is she a good model right but also johnny's saying like this is also something that people in fashion well johnny's the only person left who has any connection to what fashion is it's Mm -hmm. a little bit of i think what is for the show an unwelcome reality check in mm-hmm. that like you know tyra always likes to put herself on the forefront of all of these things and, now and sometimes behind. that's legitimate sometimes it is but it's not really a fashion competition anymore and they are falling mm-hmm. behind yeah yep. but i loved i loved that and also we don't talk about anybody really we've no. listeners we've mentioned basically everyone they talk about yep mm-hmm. we see danny for five seconds and I don't think Rob actually said one word. I don't that's think that's edited in. A word. Mm-mm. I don't think Brian Boy did either. Sexy, not sexy. It's like a soundboard. Not sexy. Not sexy. Oh yeah, you know he said something terrible about Corey. Poofter, Benda. So Verge decides to talk to a producer so that she can talk to Tyra to have a conversation. And then Tyra is in the most perfectly made up uh-huh. trailer. With the candles. Mm-hmm. And she's in a perfect not robe robe. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's a costume robe with her hair perfectly done. Yeah. And perf- as much as Tyra's hair could be perfectly done. <laughs> <laughs> and Verge wants to leave. Yeah. Tyra lies and says that, oh, I've done a lot of research about um, HRT. It is unfortunate that she gives a summary that is vastly inferior to the one Verge has already, already given gave. us this episode. <laughs> and honestly, the show gave us so much of Verge. It's like, yeah, we know the story. We know Verge's story more than anybody. Yeah. But I did think it was ultimately a very sweet moment that Tyra sends her out with positive vibes, saying that she wants to photograph her. Yeah. They have the little moment about how, how like Verge jokes about trying to find the light while they're doing this. It was all in all, a nice moment. But I think I that's thought. because Verge is cool. Like, I really oh, yeah. do. Oh, think for sure. Yeah. That Verge is bringing such great energy to all her interactions. She controlled with this well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's gone. Now yep. everyone's like, oh, I could win this. Now they're all in it. <laughs> that's what I would think. If I was a contestant, I'd be like, oh, yeah. that is sad. I love Verge. Could I win this now? Mm. <laughs> the front runner seems gone. <laughs> the pushed back hairstyle. Mmm. Hmm. chosen because it's so windy out that it was gonna happen anyway i love that gianna says i see the guest logo so i guess guess is gonna be a prize <laughs> and alexandra said fart to dream come true <laughs> <laughs> the ceo of guest comes out to prove that no one knows who any male models are also i'm sorry why do, is the ceo here he has no creative control he is literally this is just a, an old rich man. An old rich man who always uh, donated to Democrats until 2016. Ooh, what an interesting brand update. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Guess has had a really bad. I like Guess, but they've had a really bad uh, problem with sweatshop labor and tried to sue Rage Against the Machine and Unite for saying that Rage Against Sweatshops, we don't wear guests, a message from Rage Against the Machine and Unite, Injustice, don't buy it. They countered and said they put up an ad and in newspapers that guaranteed 100% free of sweatshop labor, which then was changed because federal authorities (laughs) complained that the claims had no basis I was going to say, honey, don't don't write a check that your mouth can't cash. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Tyra is about to deliver the news of the cuts, standing next to a Lucite podium <laughs> that she never uses. Yes. What was that glorious Lucite podium <laughs> there for? And this is when I said, wow, I literally don't know who's cast on this show. Like, this was the only time in the history of America's Next Top Model so far that I've been like, some people, like, I was sitting here like, I can't believe Chris S. doesn't make it on the show. <laughs> Clea, she's great. Why are we sleeping on Clea? 
Chris S is the happiest surprise of this cycle. I had no partially idea. because he makes this whole segment so much more fun than it has any right to uh-huh. be. <laughs> we also get a double Tyra 2 list about guest wow. models. Oh, I love that. I love that that CEO didn't name one male model. Nope. And Tyra had to name the same ones again. Yeah. So, call out order. Despite Kelly's fervent <laughs> hatred, Alexandra is first. Mm-hmm. Truly shocked that she was first because I thought the second call out would have been the first one Tyra said. Mm-hmm. Mike. There was no way he was never not getting on this show. Oh, Tyra someone, literally picked him. Someone who clearly should not have made this cast. No. <laughs> then Renee. Yay. Thank God. Yeah. Then Corey. Love right? it. Mm-hmm. Jordan. Of course. Uh-huh. Dawn, which I was kind of shocked about. This was my first surprise. This was my first oh, surprise got on the show. I remembered that he was on the show. I did. Then Gianna. Great. More chaos. <laughs> Christopher S. I, I cannot believe. These two in a row. Chris S. And the next one's Clea. I was like, oh, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> then Jeremy. Which we knew was going to happen. Of course. Because we got so much of him. Then Nina. Yay. Yay. Then Phil. Then Bianca. I'm huh. shocked they cast both oh. Gianna and Bianca. Yes. I assume they cast Bianca because Mike has a gross crush on Mike her. Because Mike said she was hot. Yep. And, and then, then <laughs> Chris H, uh-huh. which I thought was going to be their last. Of I had course. a feeling he made it on, but I thought it was going to be the last. And then Chris S, as soon as Chris H is called, goes, Chris squared? <laughs> What maniacal energy. <laughs> Chris Square? I was like, Chris, are you sure you want to claim this, Chris? <laughs> no, don't. Then Kanani. Another great surprise, truly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, Marvin. And this is my favorite math, maybe, that's ever happened. Because <laughs> we knew Marvin was getting on the show. He said way too much screen time. I believe all of Marvin's emotions toward his father are genuine. Yeah. I also believe that Marvin knows that this is what the show wants from him, so he's going to give it to them. Sure. Because he says, the pressure that I've put on myself is equivalent to the sacrifice my dad put in for me to be on this show. Perfect. Perfect reality television. (laughs) Perfect math. So not moving on are Delton, thank God, Danny. Mm -hmm. Would have put him on. Me too. Oh, I know. Over Jeremy. Nick with the eyebrows. Would have put him on uh-huh. over Mike. <laughs> Justin, who looks like the short one from H- Hickory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't get anything from him, though. No. No. Adam, thank God. Ooh, yes. Caress. Boo. Ashley. Boo. Boo. And then the two unconfirmed ones were Haley and Linnea. I, I will say this. There are men contestants that i would have switched out yeah i'm happy with the eight women yeah i'm not angry at the women bianca yeah but i'm not like whatever i would have maybe mm-hmm. had caress instead but we yeah. didn't actually get that much from caress so maybe she wasn't that good of a model but like or ashley or ashley, more ashley. ashley. yeah truly marvin also says something fascinating because we in the terms of production talk about the first call out last call out of the right. audition episodes Marvin is sad to be called last as if this is an order. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just TV. Marvin, yeah. you don't have to feel bad about being last here. You're just last because you cry. And they knew you were going to cry. Yeah. And you know who else cried? Adam. And I just wrote, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> cry. Drink those tears up. Nina has a Nina four list <laughs> because she thinks the judges, Tyra, the fates and the stars. Perfect. I Just really Nina. good. Very award show energy. Very like, I gotta say all of it. Do not believe in God, but I'll give you judges, Tyra, fates, fates stars. Witchy power, witchy energy. Then Tyra, Tyra tells us a little too much. Uh-huh. Too much. Uh-huh. Because she starts by saying, you guys are the living embodiment of my dream. Come true. And then says, when she first had the idea for this show... Her agent told her it was a stupid idea because (laughs) models are vapid and insensitive. So top model is a spite project. (laughs) What? 
which love that energy. Why now? This has, and here's the thing. 10 years later. Because 2.0, JW, 2.0. No, no, no. This should have been, if she was going to say this, do it in the college cycle. Of course. Because that's all about education. Right. But now men are here, so, you know, smarts. Then we get thunder sound effects. <laughs> because Tyra reveals, we're going to do like a bingeable version of Top Model now, apparently, where we get a cliffhanger. <laughs> Literally. Huh? But no <laughs> outro music. This was also, this was very Fear Factor-esque. Yeah. yeah. Who will walk? Who will fall? Who will, As if anyone's going to fall. To plummet, who will plummet to their death? <laughs> <laughs> who is immediately cut because they died? <laughs> Plummet fiercely. <laughs> I did a Where Are They Now on Verge. Because I was like, I know I don't, usually don't do them for auditions, but yeah, Verge but, was such a big character. Well, and mm-hmm. was basically on the show. Yes. Truly. So Verge, Lynn. Sorry, I just, do you think, like, Bianca got in because Verge said bye? Maybe. Oh, honestly. I mean, there was definitely, like, if they were going to take 16 and Verge dropped out. And we saw the, we just saw the least from Bianca of any of the women who made it on. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. They're like, oh, well, whatever. Mike's going to creep. And like I mentioned in another episode, sometimes goes by Stephanie, sometimes goes by Steph. The Instagram handle is aliens o up, and it's A-L-I-3 N-S-0 Oh my god, some speak ass. <laughs> One interesting thing. Um, so I looked up basically two things. One is a competition specifically to find trans models. There's an article from out.com about it. It's from Slay Model Management, and that's one of the world's first agencies to exclusively focus on transgender models. And they did a contest with 20 finalists for the first ever worldwide transgender model search. And at that time going by, I think Stephanie Lynn Verge was on that competition, and it was like, I think it was like broadcast to hear TV, which is, I think, a now defunct LGBTQ yeah. plus video service. Yes. But you could also attend and they had a link with the things. And I thought this was an interesting quote. We chose each girl for her star quality, said Cecilio Ascension, the founder and director of Slay Model Management. It takes more than beauty to be a top model. It takes determination, a healthy outlook, and a visceral understanding that she is a model first and a trans woman second. Slay is not about selling transness. We are selling a young woman's capability to represent a brand or a designer. Hmm. Which I thought, I thought was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think she won it, but she was sure. a part of the 20 finalists. I normally don't, as we've mentioned multiple times on the podcast, go too hard into any post-show interviews. Right. But I was fascinated, truly, that the Oliver Twixt library of interviews included Verge. Because, yes. again, not, a, not contestant. a contestant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me just say, first of all, uh, Verge had some of the best audio I've ever he- have ever seen on a Zoom. Thank God. <laughs> Someone knew. And here was some fascinating stuff. I'll start with the grimy and end with the positive. Because I think, let's end on a positive note, yeah? Yeah. So when the photo, billboard photo moments were happening, that was actually when Verge decided I'm done. And the reason was, is that afterwards, Verge went to, and Brian Boy was apparently interviewing people, and Brian Boy came up to Verge and said, well, you just did poorly. How does it feel? What? And then Verge was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So Brian Boy is the reason we truly lost Verge. Cool. Because there was a, in my, in my opinion, him. worse thing that happened earlier, and this is, I'm about to say something, full transphobia. So trigger warning for folks who may not want to listen to this, but during the lingerie runway, when they all come in to see their outfits, they had names on them. They had Verge's dead name. What? And why they (sighs) excused it away as a quote, PA made a mistake or something along those lines. But Verge was like, but I never. Yeah. How would, how are you? Did you even know this name? Yeah, Yeah. No, that is fully there for people to start talking. And then what was fascinating was that Verge was, I think, I'm in, I'm uh, inferring a little bit. I think Verge at that moment in the show was like, that's the one thing. Because all the contestants were apparently, she said all the stuff that I said about the contestants being lovely, that is still true. Everyone was. And especially amazing, she called out uh, five people. Mm-hmm. Clea, Nina, Chris S., and Corey uh-huh. were apparently loved. Wonderful. Sure. 
And apparently there's a funny quick story about a Clea was apparently sitting beside of her right before she decided to like leave, talk to producers and all that stuff. And apparently Clea said something funny like, are you just going to leave? <laughs> like, it's very, very funny. <laughs> In and a apparently, very Clea-seeming way. <laughs> yeah. Alina, who was there briefly, was the another Red Lip Smize winner. She was. Elena was. Yeah. Yeah, Elena. And I was like, and she was like, she got zero screen time, but she was lovely. I loved her mm. so much too. So she was um, Vampire. Ah, uh, yeah. Vampire, yes. So I was glad you played that clip earlier, Lex, and we got a little bit. We got more in that clip than we did. Than we did on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say this. It's interesting to have a two-part audition episode because I do feel like we know a lot about the contestants going in compared Too much to something like some Cycle 16 where we were like, who's <laughs> Who? anybody? <laughs> they, they better give Gianna and Bianca different makeovers. Oh, my God. <gasps> uh, yeah, because I can't tell those two women apart. I am really worried since I didn't remember them, that some of our favorites are going to be gone very quickly. Me too. Everyone that I like, I don't remember at all except for Corey. Yeah. Nina. I remember Nina. I worry I that actually. Clea is going to be a first boot. I'm worried about Chris S. for the same I'm reason. I'm very worried about well, Chris S. I'm worried about Chris S. because of Rob fucking Evans is... What I'm worried about. I like that we have multiple queer men. We I do. actually didn't yes. expect that. I thought that would be Corey's whole deal was he had to be the gayest for the gays because yeah. he's the only gay they would allow on. But if you're the only gay in your <laughs> neck of the woods, don't worry. You've got you've got us queer people. Oh. And you can rate, review, and subscribe to these queer ass people by <laughs> doing that thing. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. You can also reach out to us at podleadum.com. Or send us an email where you can chat directly with our own Hannah Dragon Ginsburg at podleadum at gmail.com. And speaking of queer-friendly spaces, the Discord. Oh. If you want a lovely queer-friendly space, please hop on over to the Discord and talk about Top Model or math or whatever we want. we got a chit-chat channel. Mm-hmm. People from all over the world, too. Mm-hmm. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on TikTok at JW Crump. Okay. And be sure to use the hashtag Podleadum and queer ass people whenever you talk about us. <laughs> Please. So for Podleadum, I have been Lex Basile Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 